Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? We need a plan of attack. Why are you telling Genius me this? billionaire playboy. Because I want you to understand. I come to bargain. Come on, Spider-Man. Earth's mightiest heroes. Because I'm with That's you. That's my secret, Captain. Under ruse. I could do this all day. I'm always angry. He's a I friend from work. Puny God. Of Asgard. None of this makes sense. And I am burdened with glorious purpose. Welcome to this podcast was burdened with glorious purpose. Great name. <laughs> uh, I'm Brennan. I'm Sean. We want to do a podcast about Marvel Studios. We're going to do an episode on each one of the movies. And we're the starting Marvel off. Cinematic Universe. Correct. Yeah. We're not going to include those lame Netflix adaptations. Actually, I heard season three of Daredevil is pretty good. I mean, I really like Agent Carter. But... I was going to ask you about that later in this podcast because yeah, we're going to talk about this. this. Yeah, she's in this movie. Okay, let's just. So um, we're starting off with Captain America in this podcast. Yeah, so we're going, going to be going in chronological order with the movies. Um, I've actually found podcasts about the MCU. Surprise, we're not original. Uh-huh. Um, but the only difference is that a lot of them go in the order of which the movies are released. But we are going in the chronological order. Mm-hmm. Um, which is different. Wait, by the way, um, we're recording this at the desk of our work. Yeah. So, machination if you hear a bunch of background noise, that's literally what it is. <laughs> so, I know the MCU movies really well, um, but I don't really know the comics that well. I have a, I've watched all the movies at least once. I haven't seen any of them, I think, even more than once. I just kind of, I have a good understanding of the story and all um but when i was younger my brother was really into the comics and he introduced me to the comics and i own i have a nice little collection in my house so i have a bit of knowledge on the comics you have a lot more knowledge on the movies than yeah. i do because you you know you go hard in but i life. don't know i don't know the comics i don't think captain america was ever my favorite comic um i never thought the art was great he was just kind of like a dude throwing a shield it wasn't until the movie adaptation that he became one of my favorites. Okay, so before we get into this, we wow. have to have, <laughs> Man, what we have, to have a moment of silence for Stanley, though. Because mm-hmm. uh, as of recording this podcast, Stanley died um, two days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, so who is Stanley? I figure that if you're listening to this podcast, you know who Stanley is. But like, let's just take a second. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in all the movies. He, he was the creative mind behind the entire universe. He kind of changed comics back in the day to be these. They he kind of incorporated human elements into all his stories and wrote. He created the Marvel yeah. universe. He's the author of the original like Marvel universe yeah. comics, um, and uh, author editor. Um, he, you know, basically co-created modern mythology today mm-hmm. um, he's also a fantastic actor yes he's also a very good actor <laughs> um and uh yeah so moment of silence all right um so we are first podcast first episode of glorious purpose um is Captain America and uh, the first Avenger. Yeah. So. Do you want to do like a synopsis of the plot or you just want to? Um, I was going to give you guys some fast facts for a second. Ooh, um, it's fast. the fifth movie in uh, the release order. So um, when the I MCU 
Was can you can you name them? I think it was Incredible Hulk. Iron Man was first. Does that count? Yes, Hulk? Incredible Hulk counts. Okay, and then Iron Man, and then Thor. Thor, and then was fucking I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm off. I was gonna say Iron Man two, but I I know that's not true. Okay, so yeah, Iron Man two was released before. Captain America and the first Avenger. I keep saying and stuck. the first Avenger is Captain America, the, the first, first Avenger. Avenger. I I always do that. I always say titles wrong, even mm-hmm. on my YouTube channel. And like, I don't know what it is. I think it's like, I'm going to blame. It's just you. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to blame ADD. Uh, dyslexia. Like I'm blaming dyslexia. Yeah, that's it. That's All right. Um, so it was released July 22nd, 2011. How old were you? Holy nuts, that was seven years ago? Yeah. I was 12. <laughs> you were 12? I must have been 13. Wow. Um, I remember it coming out. I remember loving yes. Captain America. Yeah, me too. I loved Captain America. He was... He was, he was time, and still is one of my top favorite superheroes. Agreed. And at the time, he was my favorite until the Avengers scene with the Hulk. And he said, I'm always angry. I just love the idea of like super strength. It's always been my so thing. So your favorite hero is Hulk. Um, it was, and then Thor Ragnarok came out and made him look kind of weaky. I'm Whoa. Not, I don't play that game. We are not. Another, we are getting really another, ahead of ourselves. Yeah, but, okay, Captain America is and probably is now still my favorite Avenger. I like his character. I like who he is. Uh, he actually has like a connection with me because when I saw that movie, he was like, "Damn, dude, I want to be like that." Like, I was the kids in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I want to be Captain America. Yeah. And, and he starts inspired. out at this, like, skinny mini guy. Oh, and yeah. then, and you're, like, bulking up now. Hell yeah. So, like, you're working out. And, I like... was about to mention, he inspired <laughs> your friend Axel as well. Oh, my God. He did the Captain America workout. I hope Axel listens to this because Axel did this, my friend did this workout um, called, like, the nine month Captain America challenge. Where you bulk up so much that you come become Captain America. He became Captain America. It was this dude kind is of amazing. Huge. Yeah, I've seen and he has no idea that I that I know this. Like <laughs> anyway, um, we're moving on. So it got three hundred seventy point six million dollars in the box office. Could have been said a little better. Um, <laughs> three hundred seventy point six. Million dollars in the box At office. At the time of its release, it beat Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 2. Um, Did you read the Wikipedia article for this? Um, I actually was doing research before that, and I okay. saw that. Yeah. Um, but since then, like, Infinity War has gotten oh in the billions. Oh, my God, yeah. So if you look back, like, they really built an empire off mm-hmm. of these movies. And, like, that's kind of why we're doing well. this podcast. Because, like, no other franchise has cohesively made a universe this fucking huge mm-hmm. um it was directed by joe johnston um and this dude has not ever directed another marvel movie but he did direct jumanji and jurassic park 3 which i thought was interesting, interesting. i want to say something about directors real quick because yeah. um it's funny that you say he's never been brought back because this was a good movie like this yeah was a really good movie i think because he chose to leave um, I read about this, and I think oh. he chose to, like, he was kind of falling out of directing. Like, it was... Not his passion. Yeah, I don't think he was asked to leave, but there could be some drama that I don't know about. 
I know that uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe, they and Disney, when they acquired it, they were using this really weird strategy where every movie they had like a different director. So if you look at the directors, like barely, there's no new name or like no returning names, they're all new. Um, and it was like crazy, right? Like, why would you ever do that? But it turned out really well for them. Like you said, they built an empire. Yeah. The was just in the billions. It's cool to get like different. The writing, I think, is also almost, if not more important than uh, the director. I mean, we can argue about that. But like um, the writers, actually, Christopher Marcus and Stephen McFeely, they wrote all three of the Captain America films. Um, and they wrote Thor, The Dark World, Avengers Infinity War, and um, whatever Avengers 4 is going to be called. So I'm ready for that movie. Yeah. Do you know what the title's going to be? Um, three hour long Thanos buster. Yes. I think it's going. I think the rumor now is Avengers Annihilation. I think that's Whoa. the. Yeah. That's I think that's hard. The, yeah. Um, I mean, it's not confirmed by anybody, but it's pretty much like the fan theories and everything. It's, it's pretty concluded that it's going to be. Avengers Annihilation. Avengers Far From Home. Yeah, and if I'm wrong on that, like, sue me. I don't. It's not nothing. None of this is official. Thanos Homecoming. Thanos Homecoming. That sounds like a really good title. I feel like we're getting off topic. I don't know what you're talking about. That was. Perfect. I'm gonna try to do a quick synopsis off the top of my head of this movie. You got it. Um, I feel like you could just watch this movie and then listen to this podcast, or maybe you've already watched this movie. But listen, <laughs> so Just to remind everyone. we open on Cap frozen in the ice and people discovering his frozen body. Mm-hmm. Then we're, uh, the rest of the movie is a flashback. <laughs> we love that. Too. Um, so we start with um, Steve Rogers basically trying to get into the army. For some reason, but he has like all of these medical problems, like asthma, um, he has bone deficiencies, he's got like ADD, like he's got all kinds of ish, except he doesn't have glasses, which is strange. Yeah, he doesn't have glasses, but he's really small. And basically what this is, is um, a really small dude with Chris Evans, Yes. Chris Evans face just plastered photoshopped onto this dude it's pretty spooky it's weird the weirdest thing about this is that i know they have to show that um captain america or steve rogers started out small um that's really important but they have the same voice yeah which is so weird because somebody that small would not have the voice of chris evans this man rolls up and he's like i'd like to get in the army i'm just like Okay, yeah, brother. but he's like this tiny dude. Yeah. But anyway, so he tries to apply to the army like five times. And he can't get in because he has all these health problems. And his best friend, Bucky Barnes, one of my favorite characters in the cinematic universe, um, is like really buff and big. And he gets in the army easily. And Bucky Barnes is like, Steve, why are you trying to get in the military? Why are you trying to die? And Steve is like, because I want to do something real for my country and I want to, like, defend our country. And then Bucky is like, but you could do so many other things. And then they go to the World's Fair. Oh, wait, sorry, forgot to mention. Bucky is going to be deployed the next day. And they go to the World's Fair. They bring these two girls with them, but they don't really matter because women don't really matter in this movie, um, except Peggy. But um, 
then Steve sees another recruitment office and he gets triggered and wants to go to this go um, apply to be in the army again. So he does. And um, this doctor dude, I can't remember the name of him off the top of my head. And I'm it's like Ernskin. Ernskin. Sorry, I'm so sorry if you're yelling at this podcast right now because you know the name. Um, But, again, this is off the top of my head. Um, This German doctor dude has this serum, right? And he wants to give it to Steve Rogers because Steve Rogers is this good dude. And since he's not, like, a strong, powerful dude, he's, like, this weak little weakling, um, this German doctor is, like, Steve is going to really understand power because he doesn't have it and he has power of heart rather than power of body and like all the other people in the project are like you're really dumb why are you doing this but he does it anyway um also by the way during steve rogers's training peggy carter is this super awesome female uh i want to say she's a colonel but she's something um I don't think she's a colonel. I think she's just like a general or whatever. She's in charge for some reason. She's also British, and we don't know why she's British. Yeah, why she is she in? Not British in the comics. Yeah, you did and say that. Um, why? Did. Why do you think they made her British in the movies? Because um, the actor. Do you know if the actor is British herself? I don't know actually. Um, it, yeah, that's a quick thing to research right now. I think if not, like if the actress isn't British, then it was probably to in the story because in the comics Hydra isn't even necessarily Nazi so Haley Atwell that's Ant why is she Ant-Man I don't why know why <laughs> she's an Ant-Man um that's, that's so weird voice cutting to roll um that's her IMDB nationality British and that's not helpful at all it says she's British and Well, American. she was born in London, so maybe she just hasn't... I don't know. Maybe um, she just has an accent. I don't know. Um, but it could also be to tie in the plot to the whole, you know, World War thing going on. Like I said, Hydra That's wasn't true. even... In the comics, it wasn't even Nazi. It wasn't even German. I bet you guys are so glad that you came to this podcast for more information about these movies, because, like, we actually can't offer any new information. We know nothing. All we know is that she was not British in the comics. Anyway, so... Um, that's cool. Steve does some badass stuff. Um, he throws himself on a grenade and like, uh, the general is like, he's still skinny, but the German doctor is like, well, he's actually a really good dude and we're going to make him big now. So flash forward, um, they go to like this secret place in Brooklyn and, um, they turn him big and it's really like painful. They put him in like this weird forties machine thing. Um, it's entirely unnecessary the way that they do this, um, big flash of light. And, um, and then Peggy sees Steve really hot and she like, he's like glistening. Yeah. He's like glistening and she kind of like just touches him and then they put a shirt on him anyway. So unfortunately, um, I think it's really interesting because that is, uh, Chris Evans real body. Yes. So what's amazing is you got to be like really, really buff for your fake, for your previous body to be the animated body yes. and your super soldier body to be just your body. You mentioned earlier, uh, like that I was working out. I've done, I've been watching a lot of like fitness videos that aren't even related to Captain America. <laughs> oh, closer to spell. 
that aren't even related to Marvel. They're just like videos about bodybuilding. And they bring up Chris Evans. And they say like, yeah, this guy is humongous. Like he yeah. is unnaturally large. This guy is great genetics. He yeah. is Captain America. He also like, I've, I've learned like, um, they couldn't find a lot of stunt doubles for him. Like the way that he moved and the way that he acted, like he almost had to do all of his running scenes because the way that he runs is like a dancer and they couldn't find stunt doubles that were as big as and bulky as him that could also run the same way as him. Mm-hmm. Um, so Chris Evans is a big fucking dude. That's yeah, like, cool. Yeah. Um, and so we do learn something. Yeah, there we go. Um, but anyway, so they turn him into a super soldier, but they don't use all of the serum. There's one little vial left yeah. in the, like, there's a little vial left. And, um, some Hydra dude agent kills the German doctor that made, uh, the serum. Unfortunately, this guy is a good guy. Um, the, the guy who killed him is not a good guy. The doctor is a good guy. The doctor in his dying moments points at Steve Rogers' heart and is like, this is your heart. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. And so then Steve Rogers barefoot runs after the bad guy that did the explosion and the bomb and, and stole the one leftover serum. Uh, the bad guy grabs a kid for some reason and then throws the kid in the water. And then the kid's like, I can swim, uh, Steve Rogers. Please go save the world. And uh, Steve Rogers goes, okay. And then Steve Rogers jumps into the water um, after this bad guy. Okay, sorry, I'm losing you. The bad guy jumps into the water, gets into a submarine. And Steve Whoa. Rogers, barefoot still, jumps into the rod- water smashes the submarine what the- <laughs> yeah so he smashes the window of the submarine pulls the guy out and then you know gets the guy up he's not going to kill this dude he gets the guy up gets the serum out of his pocket throws it on the ground the serum breaks into a million pieces lost forever and the guy and like steve's like who are you what do you want and then the guy goes hail hydra and one of his teeth surprise cyanide yeah. and he eats it and anyway so, flash forward, um, they don't want to use Steve Rogers for combat because Steve Rogers is, like, this o- the only super soldier. Him. Like, look at him. He should not be in combat. Look so, you know him. what? So, you know what they choose to do with him? Propaganda. Um, war bonds. He's selling war bonds. He's dancing around. He's lifting girls on his shoulder. And he's... Um, punching Hitler in the face and stuff and he's selling war bonds and um he's okay with this because like he's helping the troops and then he ends up going uh over to Europe and uh he wants to he's performing in front of this new audience of troops and they hate him they like they're like dude what are you doing like you're this super strong dude but you're in tights right now and they throw tomatoes at him and stuff because they are actual like their troops in the war that have seen terrible hardships and they're like this guy is trying to like motivate us or something but like he's doing nothing he's for us look, yeah know, like yeah. he's making war look like fashionable when like half of us just died and also so peggy carter decides to tell steve roger after he goes in front of all these people that half of their um infantry 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 half of their infantry <laughs> dyslexia <laughs> half of their infantry um, is dead and 
it just so happens to be the 107th industry infantry um which is not only steve roger or which it's not only steve roger's father's infantry it's also bucky barnes infantry and so steve rogers says holy crap bucky barnes is in this infantry i need to go save him and he's told not to go save him but you know what he does no he doesn't kiss bucky unfortunately no, there's oh, never the a point. that's the other Captain America movie I watched. There's never a point where Captain America... Shut up. Um, but anyway, long story short, he goes to save Bucky. He finds him in this big old facility that the Red Skull, which I haven't mentioned yet, Red Skull is also doing his own little thing. He's found the Tesseract, which is the Space Stone, um, and he's making all kinds of crazy weapons. Red Skull is a bad dude, leader of Hydra, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Steve finds Bucky in this facility, saves him. Um, one of my favorite moments in this movie is when Steve saves him. They run into Red Skull. Red Skull, there's like a bridge and the bridge breaks. And then this beautiful moment where Bucky gets across the bridge, but um, Steve doesn't. Uh, or Captain America doesn't. And then Steve is like, just go, Bucky, just get out. The whole place is about to explode. And Bucky goes, not without you. So Steve is like, okay, I guess I have to jump. And so he does. He yeah. survives. Anyway, um, then that's not shown. Him surviving is not shown. Um, then uh, he, Tony Stark makes him a shield. Not Tony. Um, Howard yep. Stark. Howard <laughs> This is all off the top of my head. Howard Stark makes him a shield, and Peggy gets really mad because Steve makes out with some rando. Um, and then Bucky and Steve decide to go on a mission, um, and Bucky dies on the mission. Um, surprise. Sorry. Uh, don't worry too much, though, about Bucky. Um, spoiler this, alert. Yeah, he will. Far into the MCU, he man. he will come back eventually, but not in this movie. Uh, Bucky's dead. Steve is sad. Um, and then uh, uh, after that, uh, Red Skull is bad, and uh, Steve is captured by Red Skull. I'm missing some details, but like, just hold on. And then, uh, long story short, Steve Rogers, Captain America, and Red Skull end up on a ship with a nuke on it, um, and and the Tesseract. They fight a bit, but then the Red Skull grabs Red Skull grabs the Tesseract and turns in, uh, just goes into space. Um, and Steve Rogers goes, "I'm not touching that." Yeah. Um, the Tesseract falls into the ocean, and uh, Steve Rogers realizes that uh, there's a nuke on this, uh, on this plane, and he has to crash it into some icebergs in order to save New York. Um, so uh, then he has this terribly sad conversation with Peggy Carter, and uh, he dies. Um, surprise, he doesn't die. Remember the beginning um, of the movie when they pulled him out of the ice? Yeah, so flat, now we're flashing forwarding to the pulling him out of the ice, and uh, Nick Fury thinks it's a good idea to pretend like um, Steve Rogers is still in the 40s so he can like slowly acclimate to the new world, but they do enough work to make this whole separate room in this facility to make Rogers think that he's in the 40s but they don't do enough research to play a time-sensitive baseball game on the uh, radio because, surprise, Steve was actually at the baseball game that's playing on the radio, so he knows that he's not in the 40s. So he busts out of this room, he 
ends up in Times Square and Nick Fury stops him, says, Eddie's soldier, and he says, hey, you are not in the 40s anymore. Sorry, bud. Surprise. And then the end credit scene or the post credit scene, whatever you want to call it, is an advertisement for Avengers. Literally just the trailer for you. <sighs> Deep breath. Okay, you can talk for now. Ooh, yeah, you need to take a breather there. <laughs> so uh, the movie introduced a lot of important characters to the MCU. It didn't introduce Nick Fury. He showed up in the end credit scene of Iron Man. Remember yeah. that? He was like, hey, bro, I'm starting a team. Uh, I did introduce Peggy Carter, who got her own spinoff show. Uh, have you watched that show? I have not. It's but... pretty good. It's the only Marvel TV show that I've completed. All the other ones, I stopped watching. You didn't finish S.H.I.E.L.D.? I did not finish S.H.I.E.L.D. I hated S.H.I.E.L.D., actually. I watched the first episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I I thought it was laughably okay. Like, I, yeah. I enjoyed laughing at it. I got through the issues. first season, and then I was just tired. I don't know. <laughs> I was just not I was it. Yeah, I wasn't. Um, I'm not really. I don't Anyway. But on the reverse side, I have watched every single Netflix yeah. um, series uh, except the Daredevil season three. Really? Yes, I've not started that yet. Um, Daredevil's a little bit dark for me. Yeah. Yeah. I heard season three. I don't like a lot of blood. Fan freaking tastic. Yeah. Like all the issues people had with it before, they fixed it. But we're getting back. Anyway, back so this. then we we also meet Bucky Barnes, um, which mm. I don't want to spoil anything. Might come back later. Um, <sighs> and on, then uh, Red Skull, uh, who goes into space for a minute uh, because of the Tesseract. Um, and we're introduced, who else notable can you think of? Howard Stark. Howard Stark, who is Tony Stark's father, um, who is, uh, really the designer for all these cool gadgets. He makes, um, Steve Rogers' shield, all of that jazz. He also sets up some future plot points, even in Captain America movies. By the time you get to Civil War, yeah. Tony, Howard's son. Yes. Iron Man. Yes. Is like, there, there wasn't there some plot point in that movie or something where like, something went happened to his dad and they created more conflict, I remember. Yeah, um, I feel like there was some conflict that we will figure out, figure out later in this podcast. Hey. <laughs> um, so what can you tell us about the comics? Um, how do they align with this movie? What's um, going on? I have not seen the movie since it came out so if there's something that i say that i'm like that didn't happen in the movie and it absolutely well that's did. why i'm here yeah so in the comic book the doctor that gave the super serum to captain america he was a german defector like in the movie yeah um but he originally gave the serum to red skull that happens in the movie oh yeah yeah so that's how red skull gets like this burnt red skull okay, is because, because he uh, originally had the serum, but it messed up. Okay. Well, that, what I was talking about, that was the classic universe of Captain America. There's also the ultimate universe. So, you know how comic books have different universes and storylines and things like that? Um, so, they had a separate universe called the ultimate universe. And in that story, Red Skull was... Oh, and in the story where... Sorry, I'm getting, getting on. Yeah. Right. And the classic universe, when he, the doctor gave the super serum to... Um, Red Skull. Red Skull was just a dude. He wore he wore a mask, like he wore a Red Skull mask, because he was like Hitler's right hand man. Um, Hitler was like, "Hey man, you're a bellhop. I can make you the better Nazi than anyone in here." And he did. Um, he told him to wear this mask of like an icon, 
and he got the super soldier serum, and then the German doctor gets back to do America, and it's pretty much the same thing as in the movie. Um, but in the Ultimate Universe, Red Skull is Captain America's son. No way. Yes, Captain America knocked up his sweetheart. Uh, I don't remember her name right now. I think it's like... I almost said Glenn. That is that is not a name that I don't know, man. But yeah, yeah. So he knocks up his girlfriend and then um, goes off and becomes a super soldier. And his bastard son, uh, the American government steals him away and gives him the super soldier serum because he's like, hey, man, he did so well on it. Let's give it to his son. No yeah. way. And years down the line. You know, they're like... You so know, Captain America was doing his thing for yeah. a long time before Red Skull came into the yes. picture. And his son was like, uh, he was acclimating really well. He was acting just like him, you know, really considerate and like kind-hearted. And then out of nowhere, he's just like, it was a ruse all along. I'm evil. And he breaks out of the facility, takes a knife and cuts the skin off of his head. And that's how he becomes Red Skull. Whoa. So in the movie adaptation where it's kind of like a mixture of both, only because in the movie he actually has a Red Skull. He's not just a dude with a mask on like in the classic universe. But he's it's a similar story as the classic universe. Wow, that's really cool. Um, wow. Um, i sweating a little bit. Right? So what about like uh, Steve Rogers' origin story? Like? It's pretty consistent. It's usually just he's a kid from New Brooklyn. Except Peggy Carter is in, is Different. for some reason British. Well, yeah. In the movie, he meets Peggy before he gets the super soldier serum. And she's still like, he's a nice guy, but no shot with me, man. Look at him. He's no way. I would destroy him. <laughs> and then after the serum, you know, she's sweating a little bit. Yeah. But something that is different is Bucky, actually. He, in the comics... You know, he's the Winter Soldier. Wait, we weren't going to reveal that. (laughs) Dude, this is like 2018. (laughs) Um, Bucky is the Winter Soldier in the comics. And he, hey, maybe the MCU is different than the comics. Maybe you just feel weird. Yikes. But uh, his weapon of choice is, you know, sniper rifle. And he's, you know, super badass soldier. And in the movie, he's not the Winter Soldier yet. But... Um, there's little nods to that, like, uh, in the comics, he always would use a sniper rifle, and in the movie, um, he used, there's, like, a scene. Oh, I almost forgot. There's one scene where uh, Steve Rogers, um, he is leading all of these escaped prisoner soldiers back into the camp, and it's, like, just the most iconic scene, and he has, like, Bucky, like, right-hand man, just like, mm-hmm. and it's, oh, so good. It's one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Um, and there's like some other thing where his uniform through the whole movie, um, it changes right in the scene before he quote unquote dies. Um, and that's another reference to, you know, his, his Mm -hmm. winter soldier. So there's also a point where, um, in the movie, Bucky holds up the, uh, the Captain America shield, um, right before he dies. And Mm -hmm. isn't that a reference to... Bucky also becomes Captain America at some point in the comics. I know that kind of off the top of my head. That's off your head. <laughs> um, I'm less familiar with the Ultimate Universe. That might be a story in that. I think it is. It I'm is. almost positive, yeah. I mean, Ultimate Universe apparently is fucking crazy because yeah. Red Skull is 
Captain America's son. Yeah, wild. Um, okay, cool. So there are some liberties, but pretty close to the comics. Yeah, it's a pretty faithful adaptation, I'd say. Um, I did not read the comic before watching the movie. Are you telling kid. me that you're not an expert? Excuse you. No, hear me out. <laughs> I didn't read the comic before watching the movie when I was like 12. I read the comic post-movie. Uh, when I was more interested in Captain America, like I said, I wasn't super interested in it. Um, like, the comic before I watched the movie, but the movie made me like Captain America. My brother was always into Iron Man. That was his favorite. And I hate Iron Man. So that, we'll get, we'll that. get into that. We'll get that. I, um, I actually really like Iron Man in the movies, but it took me a minute yeah. to like him. Um, I definitely didn't like him in the beginning. But I think it's when he started being a father, too. But we'll get into all of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so, cool. Is there anything else that we can think of that, like, would add to any of this movie? Before we get into, like, our favorite um, parts of the movie, um, what we, our least favorite. I was thinking we could do our favorite parts, least favorite parts. Um, and then we're going to rank the movies, like, at the end of this podcast, uh, hopefully 20 episodes or uh, however many episodes we need to cover all of these movies, um, we would have like a ultimate ranking of our personal like choices. Mm -hmm. So we'll rank this movie um, one out of 20. And also we're going to talk about where the Infinity Stones are at this point. So throughout this podcast, I wanted to track um, where the Infinity Stones are because they become far more important as this um, yeah. Marvel Universe goes on. So, but before we do that, is there anything else that we want to talk about this movie in particular? Um, comics. I I feel like I covered a lot and just... Oh, yeah. Like, you were like motor... -motor. I feel like you can just watch the movie and you didn't even need to listen to anything I just said. Yeah, probably. Um, but ideally, this is like the podcast you listen to after you... Like, while you're um, marathoning MCU. Or to, like, catch you up for... Yeah, events. so, like... Yeah, so if you want to, instead of watch a bunch of two-hour movies, you can listen to a bunch of one-hour podcasts. That makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, it saves you a little bit of time. It and also, to. who doesn't want to hear about these movies from two college students that have no expertise absolutely yeah we are not qualified we are not qualified to do this podcast even a little bit but who is qualified to do a podcast anyway damn it too soon um all right so let's talk about our favorite parts of this movie would you like to go first i loved every single scene um like i Did said you? <laughs> well like i said i haven't seen the movie since i was 12 Brennan gave me a little refresher on it about before we started this. We saw like the last few scenes, but moments that stood out to me, like that I remember, was the scene with the grenade. When that happened, my 12 year old mind, dude, it was completely blown. I was like, this guy is a hero. I was like, I want to do that. I want to be this guy. So that scene definitely stands out to me. Um, and I also. Erskine is the name of the German doctor. Erskine. 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 Oh, Abraham you. Erskine. Yep, that was helpful. There. Um, but yeah, I definitely, I think the grenade scene was one of my favorites. And I like the scene where Peggy shoots him. And then the next scene afterwards, when he has the shield painted, it has little bullet marks on it. 
yeah. that attention to detail, that was really cool. Yeah, I also um, liked that scene where Peggy shoots the shield because it actually comes from your least favorite from scene. my least favorite scene where uh, Captain just like randomly max on this like random secretary girl, and I just think that that's so. It was just so weirdly timed and like so such a weird place uh to be um another a character that we yeah, missed talking about um is what natalie dormer i said when we when we watched that scene over again i was like she's from game of thrones her name is natalie something and yeah natalie dormer um the one that captain america makes out with yeah um, like. so somebody that we forgot to mention is dr arnim zola who helps red skull um this guy will come back later and we'll talk about him later um, yeah, surprise. This is actually a more important character than I originally realized, but he does come back. Um, I didn't realize that. He is uh, the doctor that helps Red Skull, um, or he's kind of a doctor. Like, he's he's a smart dude that helps Red Skull, like, develop all these weapons oh. and stuff. Yeah, so you're thinking about Wait, it right now. No, but, I just yeah. remember something from the comics. Remember how we were watching the movie and you said his name was Johann Schmidt and I was like, no, oh, that's Yeah, cool. so Red Skull is actually called Johann Schmidt, like, originally. What happened was, um, it, you know, how it horribly mutated him in the classic universe. Um, and then what they did was they got him a cloned body of Captain America and he went to, um, he moved to America. But when he moved to America, he changed his name to John Smith. And in German, that would be Johann, Johann Schmidt. Schmidt. And wow, yeah, and so wow. that's why those you see, you probably see panel art of something where it's like Red Skull in a Captain America costume. Wow, that's what that is. Wow, that I just remembered that as soon as we were looking at the MDB page and it said this is John Schmidt. Um, okay, that's really crazy, not even on <laughs> um, topic. but no, that's good. That's kind of what this podcast is for. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad that they made the movies so much more, uh comprehensible yeah but um so yeah my least favorite part is the makeout scene um i also like there's a lot of like slow bits that just are like maybe world building but kind of don't really come to anything like um there's a there's like an interrogation of dr zola there's um a lot of like exposition and like just stuff like that like Red Skull goes on forever about the Tesseract and the gods and stuff, but it doesn't really make sense because they haven't fully formed the story. Um, but anyway, good writing, Brandon. You understand? Yeah, I just don't get it. I just don't understand the writing. But my favorite favorite parts are definitely um, the parts where uh, the the one part where Captain America saves Bucky from this institution. <laughs> Steve Rogers says, "I thought you were dead," and. Bucky says, I thought you were shorter. Ooh. And um and because Bucky hasn't seen Cap uh, hasn't seen Captain America, Bucky hasn't seen Steve Rogers turn into the super soldier yet. Mm. So like Bucky is super confused. Like, Damn dude, you hit the gym. Yeah, like um and and his and Steve Rogers' only explanation for Bucky at this moment is I joined the army. Like, mm. that's what happened. And um, I just thought of that moment, like, that was so perfectly timed. And then, like, a few minutes later, Bucky refuses to leave until he sees that Steve is safe. And so, like, you constantly just see them helping each other. And, like, um, really I love that friendship, but I also ship stuffy hardcore. 
Stucky. Um, yeah, it's Stucky. <laughs> what that do you doesn't think? sound very romantic. Um, okay, what would you rather it be? Um, Rarns. Yes. <laughs> um, Bodgers. Ooh. Stucky Bodgers. Yikes. I'm into that. Um, again, like I said, another favorite part is when uh, Captain America is bringing in all of these um, saved soldiers and like just saving the day and whatever. That's pretty cool. Um, I love Captain America. I really, really like Captain America. So um, one of my favorite scenes yeah. is from the beginning when he has the trash can lid. And he's fighting yeah. the bully, and he's like, "I can do this all day." Yeah, I still remember that scene. I didn't see yeah. that. I didn't see that scene. I can do this all it's day. It's just yeah. fresh in my mind because I was like, this yeah. "Yeah," and that comes back. Like, I can do this all day. Comes back oh. way more than it should. Um, I didn't realize it was so prevalent. <laughs> I knew he said it once every movie. Yeah, it's in our intros in in our intro as well. So like, it happened. It comes in so in much. The first movie a lot, and then they're like, "Let's just make that a thing." Yeah, yeah, it's in like every movie. Um, another thing that's in like every movie, in almost every Marvel movie, the Captain America shield shows up. Um, which I just found out recently. It's like an Easter egg, but I don't really want to call it an Easter egg because it's world building instead. Um. I'm hesitant to call anything that references other Marvel things in Marvel movies an Easter egg. Because, because they're all connected. They're all connected, so it's world building. But we'll talk about that later. Um, all right. Um, do you have a least favorite part? Uh, I wouldn't say so. Then again, I haven't watched the movie recently, um, except for the end that you showed me yeah. again. But I don't, if I had to pick a scene, I guess looking back at it now, that Peggy scene you mentioned with the, the secretary girl, um, that's pretty stupid, but I also everything else was like so beautifully timed, and I don't know. Well, I, I I still don't have like a super big problem with it because he's still like mentally like a little kid, and so he's like that's true, he's and like, he's also like he's also like never really like been with a girl been with a girl because girls have never really been interested in him. So I get it, but like I also hate it. Yeah, I guess um, hate it. because if if Bucky and Captain America can't be together, then. Peggy and Captain America should be together. But Bucky and Captain America and Red Skull should be together. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyway. Oh, wait. Um, you haven't seen that version of the movie. Um, anyway, so um, let's uh, let's talk about where the Infinity Stones. So do you want to talk about what Infinity Stones are? You have 30 seconds. 30 seconds? To explain okay. what Infinity Stones are. Um, Infinity Stones are these super powerful stones that existed before I don't fucking super story of them but they're super powerful everyone wants them because they can control a specific element of the universe whether that be time space reality um mind you know that's uh, four <laughs> there's one more power and then is there a sixth in the no yeah. the comic has six the movies have five right yeah because thanos oh no thanos has one on each finger and then he has one on his palm yes there's six in the movies and i think there's only five in the comic can you say them off the top of your head Soul, mind, power, reality, um, time. I think you said that already. Did I? Okay, hold up. Power, reality, mind, soul, time, and... Mm, What's the Tesseract? Space. That's it. Okay. <laughs> you got it. Um, so it's the soul stone, the reality stone, the mind stone, the space stone, the time stone, and the power stone. And all of these... Um, will come into play. They are the main thing drawing 
the entire MCU together. So I thought it would be interesting if we tracked the time stone, or the time, just the time just stone. Just the time stone. <laughs> We're going to be a long time then. <laughs> if we, no, if we track just the, um, the infinity the stone. The infinity stone. You know what? I can tell you where all of them are at this point in the movie. Can you please tell them? Go please ahead. Bring up the slide where I can see them again so I can point them out. I know exactly okay. where they are at this point in time. Please tell me. <clears throat> we see, wait, before you go, we see one, um, we see the space zone, which is in the form of the Tesseract. Um, they don't know it's an infinity and stone. They yet. don't know it's an infinity stone yet, but they do know that it's pretty freaking powerful. Yeah. Um, and it's the Tesseract. It's a little blue cube. And uh, that's the only stone or power thing that we've been introduced to so far in the MCU. Chronologically. Chronologically. Yeah. Um, but the power stone at this but time. But where is everything else? Power Stone is um, with the Guardians of the Galaxy. That's introduced in that movie. Mm -hmm. It is... Well, it's not with the Guardians right now. Not yet. It's yeah. like in the secret hiding place that doesn't have any guards. Yeah, which is silly. And it's in like this super secret container they have to keep it up in because guess what? It's really powerful, dude. It's the yeah, Power Yeah, but it's Stone. super easy for Star-Lord to get to it. Yeah, and then you can like... You anyway, can we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Um, the Time, Time Stone, Stone is with the wizards at uh, Hogwarts. Yes. And Doctor Strange rolls up, and Dumbledore is like, "What's up, bro? You want this?" And yes. He's like, Heck yeah, dude! This and then there's us. some whitewashing, but like, we'll get into yeah, that. Yeah, but that's that's. Um, the Space Stone, Stone is in the bottom of the ocean at the end of this movie, yes. but Howard Stark finds it. He recovers it. Um, he recovers this random stone. Uh, he recovers this random Tesseract, but is unable to find Steve Rogers. But whatever, that they doesn't even matter. Him later, like they find later. him 70 They're years later. Looking, dude, but they crazy. immediately find the uh, Tesseract. Tesseract. Oh, sending off power signals, though. Anyway, uh, um, where's stone? the Mind Zone? That is... In vision, but before it was in it's vision. not in vision right now. We got to keep up with the timeline. I know. I, I I just said I said it's not in vision yet. You're spoiling the whole movie. Everyone's seen it, man. I don't know. Are you telling someone? What if they're listening to this podcast and they haven't seen any of the movies yet, and they're Are you telling they're me? trusting us? Someone's gonna click on a podcast about the Marvel Universe without having watched the Marvel Universe. Yes. Unless you put spoiler free in the title, no one's gonna. Maybe I'll put spoiler free in the title. Just that would be a lie. <laughs> uh, um, the Mind Stone before it was in. It's in Loki's staff. staff. Yes, correct. That's right. And the, the first Avengers movie was in Loki's staff. It was given to him by Thanos. Um, the Reality Stone is in the unfortunate, sad, sad child of the MCU. One of them. Uh, the the Thor 2. Thor 2 is a sad movie. Um, we'll talk about it. It's like Iron Man 2. Um, and the Soul Stone was just very recently introduced in the MCU. Yeah. We don't see the stole the soul stone for a very long time. So the most recent movie. Okay. Um let's finally close this out with our rankings for this movie. Um I'll go first. Okay. Um we have a little list here. You can't see it because this is a podcast, but um we do have a little list and uh it's one to twenty. Because um, there's 20 MCU movies out right now. Um, by the time we're done with this podcast, do you think we'll make it to uh, Avengers 4? Yeah, it's supposed to come out 2019. Yeah, so we might not even finish this podcast by the time. We're going to try to get this out weekly, but who knows. Um, I am going to rank it. I really love Captain America, but I really love a lot of other movies that Captain America is in. Um, so right now I am tentatively ranking it at number five for me. I was going to put it, I was going to put it really high. And then right before we started the podcast, I looked at a list of the other Marvel movies and I was like, 
We can oh, move these around. Yes, we can. Um, but on the time of seeing it, it was my favorite one. But because the only ones before it was mm-hmm. Hulk and Iron Man, which weren't bad. It was just like Captain America was easily the best one. Um, I'd say I'm going to tentatively. I like that word you used. Tentatively. Yes, I'm going to put it at eight. Eight? Wow, that's down there. It is not. That is. There's that's 20 way movies. farther down than mine. Well, it's because I'm preparing for when my favorite ones come out. Okay, and something else. I know the distinction between my favorites and the best. And this is that's my... That's true. Yes, because... This is, this is our personal ranking. Yeah, Gardens of the Galaxy is one of my favorites, but I know it's not one of the best. I suppose I know what you mean. But I'm going to put it at five. It might go down for me, but we'll see. It's like um, if somebody like Iron Man 2, they could recognize it might be one of their favorites, but it's not. It's obviously not the best. That movie's a hot trash. All right. So, uh, awesome. I think we finished our first podcast. Hopefully everything works out and we don't have to record this again. Um, it is really weird to record this at the desk of our work. Mm-hmm. Um, but we made it work. But we made it work. That's not funny. Um, it's not at all. Um, <laughs> uh, it's especially not going to be funny when I'm editing this and, and trying to, to, and to figure to out how to get all of the background noise Jesus. out. Jesus. Um, we better finish this quickly so I don't have to edit anymore. Um, so that was the first episode yeah. of this podcast was birded with glorious purpose. You want to explain that name real quick? So people okay. Know. I'm pretty sure people understand that because, okay. I didn't until you told me. <laughs> Loki, like, Loki introduces himself in Avengers as, um, a God that is burdened with glorious purpose. And we have the glorious purpose of explaining all of the Marvel movies in this podcast. So this podcast was burdened with glorious purpose. We're going to have to figure out a way to abbreviate that at some point. Um, P-B-G-P. P-B-G-P. Or we could just call it glorious purpose podcast. G-P-P. Whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, leave so us a review uh, if you want to. Uh, no, don't if you want to. Just do it. No, yeah, just you, just you have right to actually. Um, Bucky will come in your room. Yes. And beat the crap out of you. With his... He doesn't have anything right now. <laughs> with his warm, Normal arms. With his very warm, cuddly body. <laughs> with his normal arms that he has both of them. Yes. At this point in time. Actually, he's dead, so he can't do yeah. anything. With um, his cold, human arms. Uh, yeah, so you can follow uh, me on Instagram, and I have a YouTube channel that this podcast is going to kind of be linked to. So if you're from my YouTube channel, hello, how are you? Um, and that is youtube.com slash Brennan Beckwith. That is B-R-E-N-N-E-N-B-E-C-K-W-I-T-H. <laughs> Brennan struggles to spell their own name. Yeah. Um, and I, where can they find you, Sean? I don't really want to plug my social media. I mean, I, I'm not looking for any more clout, you know? My, yeah. my muscles attract enough Are you clout. just embarrassed by your Instagram handle? No, I love my Instagram <laughs> handle. It is Sean Thomas Senpai. No one's going to find that crap. <laughs> I love that crap because I am bald as hell. I hate it. Why? Have um, you I actually hate it. I hate your just a whole aesthetic. Um, can you please not start this? The first podcast. This might be our last podcast. All right. So uh, that was Captain America, the first Avenger. Yay. Uh, yay, we finished the podcast. Yeah. Thank um, you guys for joining yeah. us. Yeah. Check out my YouTube channel. Um, 
Don't follow me on Instagram. Hopefully, uh, this will work out. We'll start posting this weekly. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm so excited. We have a podcast. I know, man. We That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, do we have a an outro or anything? anything um, Excelsior. Excelsior.